Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC Dittmer, here with these four nerds, because we're multiplying. Um, and, well, you know, math is hard enough as is. We just decided, get addition, subtraction, multiplication. Why not? <laughs> uh, that first, uh, first nerd doing the hand signals with me is one Ryan Crixus Kukta rocking the slick-ass Brewers polo this morning. How you yeah, doing, buddy? Hometown. Getting after it. And Lady Sill is ready to go throw down with uh, some spider. So let's do it. Are you saying the spider's going to catch these hands? <laughs> these hands. These hands. That man grinning there in the Goonies shirt is one Rick. Chuck. Hello. Rick Chuck. I forgot to say Ryan Lady Frost cooked that. Ryan's Kukta. I'll forever be Crixus. Yeah. Did I say Crixus? Yeah. You did. I did. I'm just so used to that. You did. That That's funny because I think. I didn't even notice that you did that. I'm so used it, to it. It is your reward for being the one character that survived the entire first campaign. You will forever be known as Ryan Crixus Kukta. That other man talking to us is one Jeff Munch Williams. Good morning, everyone. And Everyone last, can't hear us anyway. <laughs> I was say last but not least, the man in the Grogu shirt, uh, having all the technical issues this morning, is one Tom M. Norman, who is playing Bob this morning. <laughs> and what did you say? It was like uh, probably 12 hours ago you ran a four-hour stream with no issues. So now we are recording to upload. Those of you that normally watch us live, I'm sorry. Um, hope you get to catch us on the flip-flop. Jeff. <laughs> yes. Um, you got a recap? Maybe a limerick for us? I do. As long as the... the I think it's loading. You think it's loading? Uh-oh. I think it's loading. <laughs> I mean, I have the You're recap. Technical just, issues. <laughs> that's just slow. Not. It's not an issue. Well, I mean, it's a... It's not a new issue. It's not. All right, it is on All right, we started out last week. New campaign in a new place and a new system uh, in the world of Galeria, in the inner sea region, the Isle of Cortos, the town of Otari. Uh, starting off in a uh, in Otari, the fishing and lumber town, with Bob, Chuck, Munch, and Lady Sylviana Frost meeting with uh, a Tamerly Tanderville of a fishing storage facility. And she's looking for someone to investigate something or someone breaking into barrels and stealing and eating the fish. Uh, worth 10 gold apiece if we can solve the issue. Um, so we started at her storehouse uh, with the broken containers of fish. Uh, while investigating, four large rats appeared that we had to take out uh, relatively unscathed in that uh, encounter. Um, but no other clues seemed to present themselves, so we headed through the hole in the wall um, that led to a cliff that dropped off into darkness. Uh, we headed down relatively safely. Um, good skill checks pretty much all around and assistance um, from others. Uh, and when we got down there, we walked a little ways into another room that was filled with webbing. And uh, as we walked into the webs, a giant spider appeared and 
looked like it was going to bear down on us. So, uh, while Bob leads the way with his shield, Lady Sill looks for magic concealed. Chuck finds targets for bombs, munches content with nom-noms. Soon the fish culprit will be revealed. <laughs> yeah, every character in there. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. like the way that's done. So, uh, we rolled the initiative on this bad boy. We, we did. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, that lands us with the spider going first. Uh, Bob. Lady Sill, Munch, and then Chuck bringing up the rear. Um, you, how long does Detect Magic stay up, Ryan? It may matter here. Because um, you've been repeatedly casting this. It is... A minute? Thir- it goes 30 feet, and it is... Up it might... I was going to so, say, it might be just instantaneous. So okay. during battle, I'm not going to be recasting a pulse. Okay. So. Yep. Makes sense. It's a pulse that lasts a second. Uh, another note here. Anyone touching spiderwebs, that is difficult terrain, i.e. Munch and Lady Frost right now. Yep. Makes sense. All right. That being said, it's the spider's go. So the spider... Is going to oh wait 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 time out back up. You guys navigated an obstacle last session that I didn't give you experience for, so you can all have ten experience points for getting down the Whoop. thing safely. And it's weird you look Jeez. at it, ten experience. Um, yeah, thousand levels you up, just flat across the board. A thousand experience levels you up. So if my math serves me right. That's one percent. I'll take it. You are one percent closer. Time. All right. Let me get my handy handy selection tool here, and this. We just really spider. need to find some hurdles and just <laughs> jump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, let's climb just... up the cliff. Climb down the cliff. Yep. That climb is up ex- the cliff. exactly what we need yeah. to be doing. Uh, where where where's the book? Um, here. Sometimes challenges offer multiple ways for the heroes to overcome them. No matter how the heroes overcome the challenge, they earn XP for doing so, but only the first time they overcome it. If the heroes avoid the fight with the spider and you award them XP for doing it, they don't get more XP if they later go back and kill the spider. Sorry. That doesn't Written seem right fair. The rules. <laughs> Those aren't the video game rules. I would DM Fiat that if you went back and kicked the spider's ass, I'd give you the experience for it. But you guys didn't sneak past it, so you don't get that experience. Because that's Quick, two separate instances of being... Alright, anyways. All that housekeeping being said and done, Spider does not have difficult terrain, so fine. Ah, I don't have a grid. Tom, do you know how I turn a grid on on this damn thing? I don't know if you can turn a grid on. I think the grid has to be there. You, you, we have that, that measuring tool. Grid type. Draw grid. Oh, can you draw grid? Save. Oh, there it is. Ah. Yeah. How did Holy you get to that? Cow. Just like magic. Um, if you go in the map, mm-hmm. um, and then you um, click on it, and then you click on the edit, there's a oh, bunch of options. Gotcha. That's where I adjusted the size of it, too. There's nice. a draw grid. So, cool. Oh, that's so, All right. so crazy. So I'm going to put him there. Everyone, yeah, get your ass in a box. <laughs> ah. hey Um, Five, ten. 
10, 15, 20. And I must make a note for anybody who's going to watch this video uh, at a later date and time. The, for some reason, our, ourselves are not going to be showing on screen very often. Hmm. So it's, it's a weird focus issue. Right now I have the mouse cursor hovering over OBS or over, uh, Discord in the bottom, which shows our picture. But if I focus away onto the map, we all go away. It's so weird. Uh, Munch. Um, oh, he's, he's going to uh, shoot a web trap at you. I love web traps. Yeah. They're so... Can I try to catch it in my mouth? It's a 21 to hit you. you. I'm going to go with Yes. All right. Here's the deal. You are now trapped. You can use an action to make an escape roll using your athletics or acrobatics on your turn. You cannot move until you have escaped. See, that was one move and one action. Can he? Um, What is the distance to? I don't think it is. Oh, is it? This is not the this is not the spider you're looking for. Angles are weird. I don't think it measures angles properly. The measurement tool. Thirty. Five, fifteen, twenty, thirty. Yeah. I don't think it's measuring angles properly. Um, he's going to move again then. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 to there. And then that's the end of his turn. And that moves us to Bob. Bob. Did two movement, or two strides and a strike, an arranged strike. Oh crap, I never switched out my weapon. Uh oh. Bad item. That's okay. You're holding a torch, so you're. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> Burn the webs. It's an idea. <laughs> Burn the webs. Actually, that is an excellent idea. Um, Not the ones that are trapping Munch, though. No. Although. But you look old. <laughs> He should be able to eat his way out, right? Uh, I am going to... Mm-hmm. Well, I have... I can't get within range. That's going to be rough terrain. What is it? Does it cut your... It cuts your movement in half? Is that what happens? Correct. Correct. Okay, so I'm going to... So I get 5, 10... Then I can really only move to here. Like this is as far as I can go, right? Yep. If ten, you were you were thirty. Even with Munch, I was yes. I was right here. Yeah. So five, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. I'll give you the next square if you want. Thirty. Yeah. If you want, if you want it, if you want the next square, you can have it. It's kind of I mean, a gray area. <laughs> if he's holding the torch out in front of him, maybe he's clearing. 
my path. speed my speed is only 25. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Then you're good. <laughs> Where you can be. <clears throat> Do you have reach, sir? Uh, does the whale have reach? Or do you want to move a second time? You can do that, too. You can stride a second time. I can. Where would it say it, it, uh, disarm, sweep, and trip? Is... So not reach. There's no reach. No There's reach. no range there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get up in his face, so I'm going to stride again to literally right in front of his face there. And I'm going to flail him. Flail. Flail, flail. Does 10 hit? Does 10 hit? 10 does not hit. That's Almost gross. a critical failure. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> that's that's going to have to be my turn. Hey. All right. That moves us on to Lady Sill. Alright, um... Just a quick question. Spells. Yes. Am I concerned that Bob might be in the way of my spells in Pathfinder? Is that really a consideration? It adds a circumstance bonus to his AC. To the creature's AC. If he's got the And I will try to move there. first. Okay. And so I have 25 feet as well, so I really only have 10 feet or 15. Well, you you only have like one step of difficult terrain there, and then there's like a gap there that you could walk up if you wanted to walk okay. more closer to him. <clears throat> I'll give myself a better vantage point there. Yep. And I will cast uh, my focus spell Moonbeam. Mm -hmm. It is a fire damage spell. This beam of light deals 1d6 damage. Nice. So, let me Alright, I have a 22 to attack. Yes, that hits. Alright, and as 1d6. Ah, 6 damage. 6 damages. Oh, yeah. Now it is... It deals silver damage if that's an issue for purpose of weaknesses and resistances. All right. And there's no critical success there, right? No critical success there. Because that would have been cool. Okay. That would have been very cool. I was looking for it. <laughs> so, so you had success, though, correct? If yes. I'm reading Moonbeam correctly, it is dazzled for one round? Uh, the beam deals full damage, and the target is dazzled for one round. What does that mean? Condition. Uh, yes, Ryan, showed his, are... Ryan showed his hoo-ha, and now it's just dazzled. Well, it makes uh -oh. sense, because uh, the spider's eyes are overstimulated. Yeah. So, uh, if vision is the spider's only precise sense, creatures and objects are concealed for one round. But... Ooh, interesting. Uh, so... I mean, I could actually look this up and we could get into the the modes of um, all the different per states of perception. Yeah, pull it up. This is, a, uh, this is right, an educational uh, show, right? Yeah, this is this is a learning moment. Um, so let me grab Pathfinder. Um, <clears throat> let's see. 
Where do I want? I need to find um, some different battle music. This is this is traipsing. Yeah, this is this is not battle music. Um, you find different battle music. I'm going to look up Percep. This is I'm a rabbit with PS PTSD music. Yes. <laughs> I can only count to five on one hand. Okay. Wait, do rabbits have five fingers? Uh oh, did we lose Ray? He's since he's lagged out. Oh, lagged out or something. He's restarting Discord. Oh, okay. This is a good time to do this. Yeah. Um is. That's a do you want me to read concealed? Yeah, go ahead and read concealed. This condition protects a creature if it's in mist within dim light or amid something else that obscures sight but does not provide a provide a physical barrier to effects. An effect or type of terrain that describes an area of concealment makes all creatures within it concealed. When you target a creature that's concealed from you, you must attempt a DC-5 flat check before you roll to determine your effect. If you fail, you don't affect the target. Concealed condition doesn't change which of the main categories of detection apply to the creature. So a creature in a light fog bank is still observed even though it's concealed. So... Yes. Um, so, so for one round, it'll have to just do a flat check to see if it actually targets. Yeah, I was looking for... But DC5, that's not too bad. Skill? How's this for battle music? I don't hear it, so... I don't, I don't hear it me. either. <laughs> Seriously? Mm. All right. Um, I am looking for I don't know where the rules are for it maybe you dark eyes know Nathos and not knowing what it's listed as get the rule book out what are you looking for the the four states of perception Four stages okay. of oh, perception. Uh, try okay. page 464. So 464. 494. 458. Perception. Senses. Haha. Okay. Uh, dark vision, light vision, sound. Detecting creatures. Observed. Okay. <clears throat> In most circumstances, you can sense creatures without difficulty and target them normally. Creatures in this state are observed. Okay. A creature that's hidden, hidden is another state, is only barely perceptible. You know the space that the creature occupies, but little else. Perhaps the creature just moved behind cover and successfully used the hide action. Um... Undetected. If a creature is undetected, you don't know what space it occupies, and you're flat-footed to it, and you can't easily target it. And then unnoticed is you have no idea where it is. You don't even know it's present there. So, observed, hidden, undetected, and unnoticed. Go one more page. Um, oh, concealed. So, concealment is a condition. Um... So you can be concealed and you can be invisible. Uh, this con uh, concealed 
protects a creature if it's in mist, within dim light, or amid something else that obscures sight, but does not provide a physical barrier to the effects. An effect or type of terrain that describes an area of concealment makes all creatures within it concealed. Um, if you're invisible, a creature with the invisible condition, by the way, the invisibility spell or invisibility potion, is automatically undetected to any creatures relying on sight as their only precise sense. Um, we could get into sight, uh, the precise and imprecise senses. <laughs> that is also something. <laughs> but we'll keep playing right now. <laughs> but yeah, maybe you just make a judgment call on whether uh, Bob is concealed. Oh, yeah, it says he is. I need to make a... Um... Well, it's not the spider's turn, so it's... Yeah. So the spider is... Change the oh, color. Dazzled. There it is. Uh, I'll do pink. Oh, wait. I should have probably done the other one first. Oh, if vision is your only precise sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bob isn't necessarily concealed, but you wouldn't know that. Oh, um, no. I just drew on the map. Bob has the torch. Oh. Correct. So for those who don't have dark vision, uh, the bright light and dim light circles are there, if that matters. I don't know if it matters, but. It and matter. I don't know if that's obnoxious on the map or not. Right, that's for sure. <laughs> it works. Uh, Lady Seller, are you done then? Because you still have an action left if I... Unless um, your thing was two actions. I moved, I moved, and then spells are two actions. So Got it. Got it. I'm done. All right, that moves us to Munch. All right, you're I'm kind of, kind, of, kind of stuck. And you're stuck. Uh, all right, I would like to do the thing to get out of the thing. The strength, the um, athletics... Or acrobatics. My choice. Yeah. Your I choice. would like athletics then. Yeah. Because uh, I get a plus seven. There you go. And that looks like a 19. And you do. You pull the webs off your feet and you are free to move about the country. <laughs> uh, except that is uh, All right, difficult so terrain. Difficult so. terrain. And it is, what, five, so ten, one, fifteen... 25 is now is diagonal is five is yep. five and then 15 and then five okay so 15, so if you're gonna five. just charge him you have 50 feet of movement unless you have like a charging thing as a barbarian so he is you said he's 50 feet away um i don't know 15 15 30 based on the measurement all right. Am I? 15, 20, 25. Did did Bob clear out 30, some? Yeah, uh, did Bob clear out some uh, web with his with the torch, or did no. he just walk into it? Okay. He just um, walked into it. Does it? Dis- all right. So does, does the web get disrupted if I walk through it? Does it like get like torn or anything, or is it just a solid thing that's? It's it's there. It's, this is a big ass spider. This isn't like your Thick. typical spider webs. This is like rope. Yeah. All right. Sticky and ropey. All right. I want to kind of skirt. Oh, I'm still on drawing tool. I might have made another (laughs) circle. Uh, I'm going to move. Yeah, there's a little. I pooped there. Uh, I'm going to. Can I say if I skirt the edge of the web, I can get like, let's see. Like maybe to there. I don't know where I want to. Like there, I guess. I guess that's only like 15 feet. 
You can easily get there with one okay. movement. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw a... Wait. So if I throw a javelin, I have to actually, like, draw the javelin from off of my pack. Is that correct? If you're not currently holding it. Yeah. If you're no, I'm, I'm holding the pick. So, um... Okay, so I have one... Uh, I'll just move again, I guess, into the web. See, didn't you have something where you could use two actions to charge and gain a strike? Yeah, but I don't yeah. think two movements would have been enough to get there. I was telling you it was. With, with the web. Oh, I missed that part. Oh, then I would do that, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, right there. That's where I calculated okay. again. Okay, and then... What uh, is this ability you're using? This ability is called... Um, this is called Sudden Charge. With a quick, quick sprint, I dash up to my foe and swing. So I get to stride twice and make a melee strike. Yes. So I am going to make a melee strike with my great pick. And yes, it is a great pick. Uh, that appears to be a 24 to hit. Uh, 24 does hit. Is it, is it a crit? No, it is not. It's not a crit. Okay. So, I am going to deal some damage, but I've also been told that this pick has some centipede venom on it, which may affect what it does. Do yeah. your damage first. Alright. 1d10 plus 4 is 7. 1d10 plus 4. That is 7 damages. Excellent. And now our giant spider needs to make a DC 17 fortitude save. Oh. Let me look at him real quick. DC um, 17. Strong. Seems, right? no, he's got no... There's his fort. Okay. Ooh, that was almost a 14. Uh, 12. He fails. <laughs> he enters stage one of the, of the poison. We'll take 1d6 poison damage. When right now, right so, now, okay, right now, some I can roll that. Jeff can roll it. I don't care who rolls it. Jeff, go ahead, roll it. It's your attack. Okay. Sure, sure. Uh, roll one D. What was it? C six. Sorry, twenty six. Uh, it is five. Nice. And that. then this this poison has a maximum duration of six maximum duration of six rounds. It can be more or it can be less than that, depending on how he saves each round. But he has to, he'll make a save on Jeff's turn each round to determine what happens. Hmm. Nice. All right. So All right. Let me do that, this. Let me put a little uh, ringer on this guy because he's poisoned. Does, does that only happen once then? The for the attack? Like it's not, it doesn't stay yeah, on now he's Now he's poisoned and he, now he's, the, the poison will advance or subside based on his saves. And the weapon no longer has poison on it? Nope, it's a one-time thing, yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Interesting. Awesome. I done. They're very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Chuck. Done. Done. Chuck. Done. Chuck. Chuck. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Okay. 
So Chuck, Chuck is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I don't think I get into the web yet, or I yep. might be on the edge of the web. Yep. I am 20 feet away, so I can throw. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw an alchemist fire out at him. That is six. 20 plus six. Eight. Eight. <laughs> that does not hit. Um, not it. Oh, hold on one second. Um, actually, that is a critical failure. Because you're throwing through your teammate. So he has a plus two circumstance bonus to his AC. Makes it eight. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Is there any effect to the critical failure naturally? Um, not a critical miss. Trying to find out. Uh, real quick here. I should know this, but I don't. Uh, we'll say, well, I'll look this up so we play it right, but I don't want to hold up the game. So we'll say the splash damage occur, still occurs and won't hurt the spider, but it'll hurt everything surrounding the spider, which Bob and Munch, you'll each, take two, you'll each take two fire damage from the splash damage of the bomb. That works. I was going to do something similar. <laughs> so. Thanks a lot, Chappie. Chappie. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, those are much better, Jeff. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah. Yay. Those look so much better. How much splash damage? Right, you said two? Two. two one one from the fire and one from my burn it ability, which makes the outside range. And uh, right. we don't have any way to avoid that with like our own rolls. It's just kind of a splash. You're there too there's bad. More, yeah, no, yeah. The save is on the initial attack, or the, if the initial attack, but the fire still does splash damage. Around it. Typically, right. he can prevent that because he's who he is, but he failed. Critically. Take cover. Beautiful. And then... So that was two. What did you suggest, Ryan, about the outer ring? Oh, I don't really care. I just <laughs> said the outer ring could be orange. Oh. Because it's not as bright as the yellow. That's the <laughs> whole that's idea. That's funny. Okay. I'm... I appreciate your suggestion. Because I don't... I, I... I don't really have anything to do with my last move. I'm going to try to demoralize the spider. Even though I'm not intimidating at all. We're going to try this. trying to demoralize him? Try to demoralize the spider. Does it understand you? Against its will, DC. But does it understand you? Because it can't see you. I'm going to try it anyway. Okay. If the target does not understand the language you're speaking, they take a minus four circumstance penalty to the check. Oh, okay. Okay. I rolled an eight, so it'd be a four. Yeah. <laughs> if he could see you, he'd probably be laughing. You are now <laughs> intimidated by him. He may be laughing anyway. <laughs> I just can't understand him. Yep. That's all I got. All right. All right. That moves us back to him. He's got Bob in front of him. Um... You're concealed. How long does that last, Ryan, a turn? 
Uh, one round, yeah. One round. So... All right, so it goes until your round. So yeah. Um, I need to make a um flat five roll to attack Bob. Hey, I made it. So then he is going to melee strike Bob with his fangs. That Wait. is a 16. That is a... Plus 9. Oh. Is 27. You honey dick me, you son <laughs> of a bitch. Or 25. Wait, 25. Wait, 25. wait till he's done. <clears throat> 25. That is a hit. <laughs> is, it, is, it a, is it a critical success? No. 25. Would have, been on, would have been on Lady Sill. Um, all right. <laughs> so then, Bob, you take 1d6 plus 2 piercing damage. No bueno. So, five piercing damage, and then, and no then, no one then. Uh, <laughs> and um, then, no one then. I I need a fortitude saving throw from you. Oh. Shit. Four minutes. Uh, got it. Seventeen. You save. So you just take the one d six damage. There's something that kind of like where he sunk his fangs in you, like tingles for a moment. And you wonder if there's more than meets the eye to this guy. <laughs> like a good tingle. Actually, it's not more than meets the eye. It's a spider. You know they have venom. <laughs> more than meets the multiple eyes? Yeah, more than meets the multiple eyes. So that um, was one action, huh? That was one action. Um. His second action, he's going to do a similar thing, but he's going to go after Munch. That's, I think he also he needs flat to five. Yep. Flat um, five, yeah. 14 okay. there. Um, this one's going to be lower, though. Uh, let's see. The attack roll is a two plus the nine minus the five. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six yeah, to hit? No. Is no. that a critical uh, failure? Uh, that uh, yeah, my AC is uh, 18. So yes, that is a critical failure. Um, so not every critical failure has a problem, right? It's yeah. only if it says. Yeah. The spider I... is so blind it bit itself. <laughs> right then. Up. Um, and then uh, and then. <laughs> um, let's see, he's gonna go five, ten. 15, 20, 25, I think is his movement. Oh. Yes, it is. He's going to stride out to there. I would uh, like to use an opportunity attack, do but you I have don't. One? I, would, I don't. I would I like to do like an opportunity to. attack because I have one. Oh. Ooh. Go oh, ahead and fighter. Go Get ahead and do one. Get up. Uh, what was that, John? I said, go ahead and do it, Mr. Fighter. <laughs> So is there a place where I can see my oh my feats and abilities? So I have yep attack of opportunity. Yay! Uh, you lash out. Trigger a creature within your reach uses a manipulate action or a move action makes a ranged attack or leaves a square during a move action. It's using you lash out at a foe that leaves an opening. Make a melee strike against you. The attack is a critical hit. The trigger was a manipulate action. You disrupt that action. Oh, that's cool. Cool. So, so I'm, I'm going to put him back where he was. 
And you go ahead and make your opportunity attack. Attack! Fuck. 16. 16. Just hits. Oh. Yay! Uh, hey, hey. Oh, nice. Eight bludgeoning damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Bludge. He does not look bonita. He looks bludgeoned. I, I would argue he that he did not look, look bonita uh, from the jump. I was going to say, he does not look or feel bonita right now. <laughs> As he moves away from you and you smack him. All right. That is his final action. So, Bob. <laughs> not only do you get your reaction, it resets now. <laughs> Bob. And you can go chase him. That's a You distance. should be able to move. If you use two action, two stride actions, you should be able to move right up to him. If you have 25 feet of movement. Yeah, that's a lot of movement. I will yeah. do that because I have to. Because, well, yeah. Wait, you said yeah, I did that backwards. Yeah, he really does not look bonito right now. Um, how would you play this? Would this be an attack action? If I threw the torch at its feet on the spider webs to try and ignite it underneath and give it fire damage. Yes. Okay. I'm assuming that would be an attack action. How do you want me to do that? You want me to do like a dexterity um, to throw it underneath him? Yeah, well, you're throwing it. So dexterity. Um, you're not... Are you proficient in improvised weapons? Uh... Maybe question. Yes, all the, yes, all the fun. Um, I believe that's what this is. I see. Uh, it's a simple weapons in expert in martial, martial, trained in advanced, and expert in unarmed attack. Um, I don't see anything about whatever you just said. Looking in your weapons, you have an improvised weapon listed. Basically, we treat it as an improvised weapon. Yeah. So use your improvised weapon strike. That's interesting. If you attack with something that wasn't built to be a weapon, such as a chair or a vase, and I'll in improvise, or a torch, uh, you're making an attack with an improvised weapon. Nice. You take a minus two item penalty to attack rolls, but that's still a plus seven, so. Yeah. Ah, that feels good. That does feel good. I like this. I like the way this is going. I don't like the way this is going at 14. 14. To attack a web, right? I mean, you're throwing it on the ground, right? I'm throwing it at its on. yeah. I'm throwing it at its feet to light the web and catch it in flames. Yeah, that, that absolutely. Threw it on the ground. Um, and you're starts not my dad. starts the uh, starts the web below him on fire. <laughs> um, so what is going to happen there? You want me to roll damage? Uh, not that big. It's just it's just on just on him. Um, no, when he starts his turn inside the fire, it will damage him. Okay. The damage technically for this is 1d6 plus 4, but I don't, I'll let you figure out what. Typically, damage for fire, if I remember correctly, I don't know if they changed it, is 1d6. Yeah. If you start inside the fire, and then each round it expands one square. <laughs> so. 
unless someone puts it out with an action. So that means I'm caught in the uh, fire, and I would have to move next turn then, huh? Yeah, you may, you may, well, no, it will expand at the end of your next turn. Okay, so I have a chance to move out. Yeah, I would think. Or pick up the torch. Because it won't start at the beginning of your next turn, because that wasn't a full round. Um, is that the end of your doings? Uh, that is all the doings that I can do at this doing time. All right. Uh, Lady Sill, it's your turn to do some doings. <laughs> all right. Um, that spider has moved pretty far away now. Yes, it has. Almost like it knows it can move and you can't through the stuff. <laughs> Although that's that's a tight window to try to not hit me. Please don't hit me. As far as I'm gonna be able to move, that's decent enough. That There's area there to see. Right at thirty. Jeff, thank you for manipulating the rings. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, so thirty puts me exactly in my divine lance well range. So I'm going to try to attack it with my Divine Lance. The 17 to hit. 17 does hit. Uh, Dazzled is gone now, right? Yes? Correct, yes. Okay. All right, and that does 1d4 plus 3 damage. So it only does 4 damage. Uh, Those of you doing the math at home, that means I rolled a 1. That'd <laughs> be enough. Would you like to uh, describe how it dies? <laughs> oh yes, oh, very much. So. Fine lance. <laughs> I I hit the spider right in one of its eye holes. It curls up, and in combination with the fire started underneath it, it happens to fall like right onto the torch and start on fire. Nice. I'd, I'd like to just add, when the Divine Lance goes through the eye hole, there's a little spurt of, like, green goo that hits Bob. Thanks. <laughs> no, no damage, no acid, no nothing of that. It's just gross. Yeah, seems gross. No, still thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and we are out of combat there. Congratulations, everybody. You gain 40 experience for defeating the awesome. said spirit. Yay. Um, I would like to, I would like to go up and uh, snap off a couple of those crispy legs, yeah. and suck the stuff out of them. All right. Uh, yeah, you could. Um, yeah, make a strength check. <laughs> I'll just do that. I would like to snap pick up my torch. If it's oh, still underneath it, yeah. If if it's still going, I would like it's, to. It would, um, make a dexterity check, dexterity save actually, because there's a flaming spider on top of it. That's weird. So when I click on any of the other ones, it it'll roll, but the strength check itself doesn't have a. Button. Huh. Can I make an athletics check then, or just see? You can change sure. the AC if you need to. Sure, do athletics. Uh, that, that 20, 24. Oh, yeah. You snap off legs. Yeah. No problem. Am I... Juicy meat. Lady Sill is going to navigate back towards this area, which appears to be like the spider's lair. 
Yep. And uh, I don't know, do some quick investigation. All right. I need a perception check from you, sir. Am I doing a reflex save, John? Yes, reflex save. Sorry. Nope, that's good. I just want to be sure I'm doing the right thing. 11. 11. 11. Uh, You take two points of fire damage, but you get your torch back. Um, seven. Seven. Hey, you see a lot of spider webs. There are yeah. a lot of spider webs back here. Seems like an exceptional amount. All right. Then I'm just going to, uh, how long are we going to be in this area? Do you think with munch, munching and the whole thing? I, I'm going to search the area. I'm going to start looking around behind rocks. I'm just going to just kind of investigate um, the surroundings. Probably... Probably be in this area for 15, 20 minutes, it sounds like. Half okay. hour, maybe. Then you see Seven. Lady Sylvia, like, just kind of kind of hang out in the corner. And I'm going to be uh, trying to recover my moonbeam focus. Okay. Um, I need a perception check from Bob. Can I look for anything else that might be tasty in the room? Sure, yeah. Go ahead. Perception check. Munch, or Chuck, would you like to join them? Yeah, he'll look around as well. Uh, <laughs> 18 for me. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, 10. 10, all right. Six. Six. Uh, yeah, um, Chuck, you don't, you don't find much of anything. Bob, you don't find much of anything. Munch, you find a prepackaged meal. <gasps> about, about three feet long, all wrapped up in webs. <laughs> um, looks vaguely humanoid, small humanoid. <laughs> all right. Uh, does we're it gonna test some... how much? We're gonna test just how much <laughs> much we'll put in his mouth here. Uh, so uh, how portable is this if it's three feet uh, long? I mean, I mean, you could throw it over your shoulder. Thanks. All right. Uh, so I already have some decent snacks um, and some, some crab crab legs. So I'm. I'll. Can I just dig through and see if there's anything either tasty or handy? Uh, yeah. Uh, in you, that bundle. Yeah, you find. Um, you find there's a pokey bit sticking out of it, and you pu- you pull it out, and there, it's it's a short sword. Uh, but the really kind of cool thing about it is it's just a short sword, but there's a really cool green stone in it that you think is probably worth some amount of money, but you're not sure. But you remember when mining that finding these things were always kind of important. So nice. Uh, having the mining experience, do I know what kind of stone it might be? Uh, make an intelligence check. Oh, I'm not good at those. So if I fail, I'm bringing it to my my the brains of the operation. <laughs> uh, intelligence again. It's not. It's a plus zero. Uh, I'll just if do you a have regular knowledge mining. You could use that as well. Um, I don't know if you have that or not. Uh, I don't have that. Knowledge check, which is intelligence, I believe. That's how that works. It's weird that it doesn't give me a way to roll, but I have a plus zero, so I'll just roll a d20. There you go. 16. 16, yeah. This is an emerald. Nice. Yeah, and your best estimate—you're thinking about five gold. The emerald is worth five gold. So, cool. 
the uh, thing you find as you are rooting around in, which you ooh. you are kind of thankful for, you find a little vial of like this reddish liquid that looks like you could wash down whatever you're eating with. Mm. To do what I recognize that as a possible potion. This is good. We'll say we're carrying your 16 intelligence forward. Yeah. Okay. Some, some kind. Just All right. the, the pretty pictures on the bottle tend to mm-hmm. make you think that. Cool. I will definitely show those items to Chuck and anybody else. I mean, I'm not hiding it or anything. Okay. So anybody who's nearby when I find it. All right. I would. And the shiny thing distracted me from the meal, so I'll probably leave that package, uh, the rest of the meat or whatever else is in there or whoever else is in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can also tell you this. It's a, it's a little... Um, because you had the good investigation. It's a scaly creature. With, mm. like, a, with like a snout and... Um, like a... Like a goblin-y creature? Like a lizardy creature? Kind of. More like a lizard, though. Like goblin, mm. goblin-y, but more like a lizard. Mm. A lizard carrying a short sword, or at least packaged with one. Mm. I would, uh, upon seeing that, if he showed it to me, I would ask to hold it and inspect it. The sword? Yeah. Being a gladiator, I would feel like I would have some kind of knowledge about weapons. Based on our history, do I trust Bob to not just take it? Do you? I don't know. We haven't gone too much into backstory. So, Tom, would, would, uh, would Munch have reason to distrust Bob as far as looking at a weapon? No, uh, so Bob is a, he, he's trustworthy. He's not like a rogue. He's not going to backstab you. He feels honor is very important. He's just really, he's just really into the, uh, into the. This is an artifact of my trade kind of a thing. Like I want to see cool stuff. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I let him see that. It's a sword. (laughs) It's a shiny green stone in the pommel. It's a sword. It's it's a short sword. There's nothing special about it. All right, so there's no markings. There's no like clan markings. There's no I don't know whatever. Doesn't appear to be special magical or ruined or whatever. I think it's it's ruined, right? Rune covered or rune? Yeah, it's just a sword. It is a sword. The special thing about it is the green stone that makes it valuable. Other than um, that, I mean, honestly, you look at it and you know if that stone wasn't in it, it's probably junk. <laughs> it's just a sword. <laughs> um, and I probably wouldn't want to carry around the vial of red liquid, so if anybody else wants the vial of red liquid, make a case, and it's yours. Uh, I would inspect that as well, and I would like to see if I can identify it. You have knowledge arcana? I have plus zero ar- arcana. Knowledge alchemy, maybe. <laughs> Otherwise, just you can make a just a straight roll. Yeah, I'll just do a I'll just do a straight arcana check. Really weird thing because I think everyone knows what this is. Oh, <laughs> eleven characters. Eleven. Um, you actually. Your experience in pits, you know what this is. You've had these several times. Um, sometimes when you take a great loss, they have these for you to recover so you can fight the next day. This is a healing potion. Oh. Nice. Use your background to help you identify what the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like that would be something important to me as a, as a gladiator. Yeah. Um, Once I'm done um, refocusing, I'll send out another pulse. Okay. From there? Yeah. Uh, the corner. Where's my measure tool? I would ask, uh, holding the tube, if anybody needed it or wanted it. Because if nobody else needs it or wants it, like I would offer it up first, but I would then drink it because I would probably need it. Go ahead, I can make them myself. How about you, Munch? I'm fine. Are you, though? Because you've been eating a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, it's not Tom's, um, is it? Sucks the meat out of the light and tosses it over your shoulder. I will uh, make a fortitude uh, saving Dave. throw to see how my stomach is doing. 17. Rock solid. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> and you, my fair lady? Unscathed, darling. All right. Well, if you don't mind, take some I shall drink this up. I'll dip it back. Um, what does that do for you? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> fool you! You're poisoned and now dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, what page does it say at that time? Oh no, it tells me right there. Uh, roll one d eight. You gain that many hit points back. Seven. Seven hit points. Nice work. And good take roll. That. So I'm looking at your character sheet. You have three temporary hit points. Was that from something? Because if you had temporary hit points, those would have gone away first. Oh, uh, I didn't even see those. Uh, what would I have temporary hit points from? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Uh... I know I get some when I'm raging, but they go away when I'm done raging. But I don't, you don't have rage. I will tell you, Tom Norman, you can take them away and take three hit points back. <laughs> I don't know where they came from, but I'm allowing... I am giving them to you. He's a gracious <laughs> DM. We say thank you, and we bring cake at next time we see. Hey, there. Yes. All right. I'm going to... In that case, I'm going to actually hold on to the healing potion then. Alright. I'm keeping track of songs, Jeff. <laughs> it's quite an eclectic list. <laughs> of course, it starts with Easy Lover. <laughs> Alright, what, what would you guys like to do? Is that a lesser or minor? I'm assuming it's a minor healing potion. A healing potion, the 1d8. The smaller healing potion, one healing potion, two goes like that, I believe. Lady Sill is gonna want to press on, so I'm gonna trash the spider. Gonna trash the spider, it's on fire, so tease, tease. Okay, so that's considered a minor healing potion in, in yeah. the app. In the... Yep. yep, level one is minor. Okay. I was looking for it. Where is it? Oh, I missed it. 
pages it say? Wanderer's Guide. Oh, 52. I had it open, but Wanderer's Guide is pretty quick to search for things. Yeah. Um, and everything's clickable. Really, I really like that functionality. Oh, yeah. There's Healing Potion, Healing Potion 2, Healing Potion 3. Wow, that's interesting. So healing potion is 1d8, healing potion 2 is 2d8 plus 5, and healing potion 3 is 3d8 plus 10. Ooh. Can I have the third one? Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Gotta find it. Gotta find one. All right, All what right. are you guys doing? Lady Sills moving on. Are you moving up the tunnel here? I will yeah. assume, unless we need to worry about light, that it's just following Bob. Bob would rush to the front of the line to light the way. Oh, as you drawing tool. <laughs> just peed all over the floor. That's quite the as stream. That went like 30 feet. <laughs> I'm holding that one in. That's how he prevents getting poisoned by shit. <laughs> just pisses out all the bad shit. Um, as you leave the web-infested cave, the passageway leads deeper underneath the streets of Otari. Uh, seems mostly natural. Um, someone has, or something has worked to open this cavern and level out the floor. Um, so it's easy to travel as you walk up these couple of steps here. To your right is a crude barricade made from old wooden planks and uh, barrel pieces and pieces of stone. And it's uh, blocking the passageway to the right. Uh, to the left, uh, the cave continues off into the gloom. What would you like to do? Um, I'm Bob would walk up. I'm going to walk up to that wall, that wood thing. And I'm going to see if I can pull it or if there's like a latch or like ropes holding it together, like find a way to get through it. Um, go ahead and as you approach, make a perception check. Twenty. Twenty. You hear the sound of, um, like, faint clattering beyond the barricade. Looking, um, it is unlit other than what you can see from your torch through the cracks and crevices of the barricade. Okay, I'm going to hold my hand up to silence everybody. Nice. There's noise there's there seems to be a miscreant back behind this wall and now I'm surrounded in an orange circle radar's targeting yeah just the limit of your the limit of the light okay um is I I would inspect that whole thing then is there a way to get through it can I cut ropes to pull it away uh, yeah, you you're gonna take it apart carefully. Um, yeah, I, I would take it apart to... carefully, making sure it's not like trapped or okay. anything. You need a crafting or thievery check from you. I would like to aid in this process. Okay, so less less a... in the searching and more in the removing. Okay, I need a crafting or thievery check from you as well. If you are successful, you will add plus two to Bob's roll. Um. Six of six. crafting. Yeah. 
you assist, but you're not really assisting. <laughs> 16. I'm very good at I'm actually very good at crafting. <laughs> I'm proficient in crafting, but uh, I rolled really low. Uh, I craft all the time. Now, you find the ropes that are holding everything together, how it's all stuck together. You take it apart and you're handing the stuff over to Chuck, and Chuck is pretty much just taking the stuff and piling it next to him. <laughs> like he's I'm not thinking about, much as taking it apart. Thinking about how to reuse the stuff, not thinking about how to take it apart. Yeah. Mm. Looking each one as he takes it just to see if it's edible. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> he bites the first one. He's like, ooh, that's a little game. Um, <laughs> wood. Uh, it's got a nice wood, smoky texture. Um, Same paper. You have taken apart the barricade. You earn 10 experience points each. Ooh. The area is clear for you to proceed. It is dark ahead of you that direction. Lady Frost, are you pinging where you're at? I am, and I'm going to peek down this corridor. Um, even though it's dark, I'm, I'm going to just give it a peek to see if I see anything moving or anything like that. Okay, you do not see anything moving down the corridor. It looks like when you get far enough, there's like a... Um, as this kind of... Actually, no, you wouldn't see it. It looks like it turns off to the left okay. as it goes further into the darkness. Well, it's clear the rest of the party is going this way, and, and uh, I would not want to be Separated on my own. Them. So, yeah. All right. Headed this way. All right, so you guys move here. Nice work, boys. Thank you, lady. And I am going to walk my way in. Walk your way in. You eventually Walk come to this that are kind of piled um, at the end. Uh, peeking in, what your light allows you to see, you see. Um, Jeff, can you mark light for Bob? I want to see what he's able to see. Oh, he peed. He peed. It's everywhere. I got so excited I wet myself. Asparagus. You. All right. There's bright Um, light and dim light. You look in this room to think. Oh. Okay. I was gonna say I have dark vision up to thirty feet. Just FYI. Okay. So it's like halfway between the lines from Bob. If you're Bob's eyes. Bob, you see the floor um, beyond these rocks is like finished, polished uh, granite. Like really nice granite tile. Beware, people. We are entering an actual room. It's like a corner of a step up or something in the vision and something fallen off. Well, you don't see that because it's behind the wall. I'm going to just kind of move here behind Bob, peek in myself, but also send a pulse. All right. Oh, how much of this is. Okay, cool. 
Um, peeking in there, uh, you see the same. You see that polished granite floor. Um, magically, nothing pings to your... Oh, wait, 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 wait. There is something that pings. I'm just trying to figure out where it is. <laughs> so is the lady. Um, that, that was the kind of the question, since it's a cantrip. It's, I think it reads as detect magic as more of a, yes, you ping something, or no, you don't ping something. Not necessarily, you know exactly where it is and what it is and all of that until later levels. Yeah, yes, yeah I received no information except the presence or absence thereof. Yeah, there's something that pings magical in that room. Boys, I want in here. I'll turn around and look at her and say, Oh, never mind. They're not going to see it. And then I'll turn back forward. <laughs> so what do you do? I'm gonna going in? Up. Yep, I'm walking in. I'm going to go, go trample over As you that, in. and I'll stop yeah. and look at the dead person. At this, yeah, at this point, you see a skeleton laying on the floor. Not only do you see a skeleton laying on the floor, but you would also see the sarcophagus on a raised platform in the middle of the room and in an alcove to the south of you, an old rotten wooden coffin. Uh, Bob's going to just take a look at the guy on the ground to see if there's any, if he has anything, like if he has any weapons, or is it literally just a skeleton? It is a skeleton. There is a uh, burnt-out torch on him. Um, there's a torch burning on the wall just above Munch, like five feet above Munch. I'm going to take the burnt-out torch and add it to my backpack just okay. as a secondary torch. Yep. yep. You said there's a lit torch right above me? Yeah, there's a lit torch, which seems odd. But there's a lit torch here. Chuck's curiosity is going to get the better of him and he, he's going to start going towards this woman over here uh, uh, that's up on the pedestal okay yeah that's a sarcophagus lid intact I'll go check out the one to the north alright what do you do do you just look around coffin do you open them i i'm i'm using usually since i'm a yeah I, i'm good at crafting i'm gonna look at it how well it's made does anything look off about it is uh there... this one out of all of them looks the best this is a stone sarcophagus uh it's finely crafted work um it kind of goes with the rest of the room where the wooden coffins you see are kind of rotted out and shoddy like they don't look like they belong there as much is there any writing on it indicating who might be in it? He might give it a little wrap on the side just to make sure the person's dead. Um, there's no writing on it. When you wrap on the side, something moves inside. Mm. Yeah, that, that would cause him to jump back. <laughs> in the meantime, Bob would be... There's something moving in this thing. Uh, it's supposed to be dead. Bob would have been looking at the one with the chains on it. All right. 
yeah, that one is that one is chained up. It's it is kind of rotting. You can see in between there is um there is like something in there. <laughs> Someone is in there. Is decomposing, deteriorating. Uh I would be taking my knife to pry some boards open to see if I can get a better look before actually trying to take the chain off. You pop the you pop some boards off and a hand actually reaches out <laughs> towards you. I try and grab you. Scream like a girl. <laughs> I go, ah, it's a hand. I would At try to that moment. Boys, <clears throat> that something moment, we need in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you all to roll initiative as the lid is being pushed off of the sarcophagus. That Chuck was in the middle. Yes. <laughs> the one Tom's doing. The one in the middle that you've wrapped on. <laughs> it's it's coming out. The, you knocked on the door. <laughs> it says hello. Let's Holy cow! This one. And FYI, Oof. FYI, John, I would have dropped the torch in shock. I would have like. <laughs> okay. Fair. All right. Um, let me. All right. What were your initiatives? I rolled a natural 20 plus 4. 24. Ooh, nice. I am shocked. Oh, uh, 15 for Lady Sill. Um, 22. Well, that was Chuck. 22. Oh, come on. Give me, give me a freaking... Okay. Bob? Bob is surprised. He has an 8. At 80. Eight. <laughs> uh, and then I need to do this. Actually, I suppose it doesn't matter. I can do it here. Um. Huh. Is there an initiative? Uh, da, 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 da. Where is there an initiative? Oh, it's, it's perception. Perception. Yeah. Where's the perception? <laughs> Trying to read. Actually, screw it. Let's go here easier to see here two okay so they are at four <laughs> as a side note john uh how late can everybody go uh because it's just about five oh, to 10 30 ish 10 45 okay we got another <laughs> half hour ish is, is I could take off. Forever. I could take off work tomorrow if we want to keep going. <laughs> yes, please. Um, what is his perception? Oh, nice. Okay, so he ends up here. Let me get some coffee. All right. Um. Oh, why did why did why did that do that? Got 150 for the initiative. Lady Sill. <laughs> that is not right. All right I I'm mean, gonna... she is definitely motivated in this room. I'm ready to get coffee. I'm going to use this opportunity to go pee. Otherwise, I'm going to be dancing through this whole encounter. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> All right. So, what are show titles so far? We had uh, um, Too Early for Phil Collins. <laughs> we had get these hands I think came up uh, any other good ones that came up so far 
Oh yeah, because we don't have the uh, exclamation s to track them. Track it. Um. I mean, something about Bob screaming was pretty funny. Mm. Screaming like a girl. What are what aren't we tracking? Well, show, show titles. titles. Yeah, I am. Uh, we don't have... I'm putting in titles. Oh, you are. Oh, okay, good. Okay. So, oh, here's the other thing too, which I should have mentioned to you guys. If you actually go to Showbot, you can actually enter the titles in right from Showbot. Oh yeah, I think you mentioned that a while ago. Yeah, probably. Um, right at the very bottom, I think you, there's a place to enter in your show title. You don't have to put the exclamation point S. You just put in. You just write your title. Got it. Oop. Yep, I've been doing all it right, right from OBS here. Um, all right. So we are an initiative. Let me um, let me do this real quick. Um, I know there is. I like these ones. I don't think these are five though. No, I gotta downsize them. They're fun. They're cute little. Oh, so the ones that we are actually aware of uh, is one in the main coffin and the one by Bob, or have they yeah. all? Those are the two you're aware of. Um, actually, at this point, you're gonna be aware of these guys because they are um, undoing their coffins oh. so on their turn their first action is to get out of their coffin um, feeling a little bit like a, like a thriller then this guy darkness falls across the land i'll put him right there oh is there not one in the one to the north there is not one in there oh the only one that oh. looks like there is one in there there yeah. is but it's like a mummy it's like tied up and not oh. moving okay i'm fighting an old bear is it an owl bear? They do look like scald owl bears, don't they? What are they called? Uh oh. It's called an ooze, but you're, oh, you're I see an the ooze. ooze. It's got the skull in it though. Oh I got I gotta label all these. Fuck. I forgot about what that. is it that kind of right. The ooze? It's it, the token is called an ooze. We can we can label them as as we hit them, or do you need to know for uh order? I just I I wanna have them all A, B, C, and D. For these guys are skeletons. And D. And then this is its own thing. The other guy. So uh Monday. Right. Uh well, I'm pretty close to skeleton A. So yeah, something's moving in there. I'm gonna yeah, where it looks like it's moving the most likely place to slap down the pick, I'm just gonna put the pick right through the top of the I'm gonna, so I will move I will stride over 10 feet and I will strike straight down into where the chest of a body might be. Okay. I'm not even going to ask questions. I think things <laughs> shouldn't be coming out of coffins. And if they're playing a horrible game, well, they're going to learn how learn the <laughs> learn a hard lesson here. Um, so uh, I will. Great pick. Straight down. Uh, that's only a nine. Um, that does sadly so, does not hit him. I, I will say it hit the coffin probably. But, yeah, you, uh, you okay. shattered you shattered the lid of the coffin where it was. So I'm helping him get out. I will. Uh, I will <laughs> take the attack bonus or penalty to attack a second time, Excellent. and that's ooh, uh oh, that's a four. 
Yeah, you break that lid some more. Okay. That's not I a don't critical know if that's failure. A critical fail. Um, or actually, yeah. yeah, that is that is a critical failure. Um, okay. Your pick is stuck inside the hood or inside the lid of this coffin. Mm, there are going to be okay. two things that happen because of this. One, when he tries to open it, you're going to need a strength check to hang on to it. Uh huh. And if I want to use it again, yeah. <laughs> or you're going to need to use it an action on your turn. Like there's going to be a contested strength check when he opens the lid for you to hang on to it mm -hmm. and keep the lid closed. Like you're going to fight him basically keeping the lid closed. When it gets back around to your turn, you're going to need to use an action to remove it. Okay. Or I can just drop it. Or you can just let it go. Uh, so that was move, move, swing, swing. So, uh, okay guys, that's what happens when you try to attack a second time and don't <laughs> roll well. So uh, this is a learning show. I'm done with my turn. There is danger in that, Chuck. It is your turn. The lid is slid aside. There's enough space. It's going to be difficult, but there's enough space to throw a bomb in there if you want. Just saying. Is this thing in the... Oh, yeah. It's, it's still, still inside. In the... Yep. So I'm going to suffer a penalty if I try to bomb it, though? Um. Yeah. It's It's got concealment, so there's a circumstance penalty. Is it really concealed if it's yeah. in a, if it's in a container? There, there's a hand. <laughs> like it's, there's a gap you could get a bomb in, but that's not that's concealed. That it's in a little container. Yeah, I would say I would say he should double damage because it's so contained. Let's see if we can get it in the box first. I mean, he could step forward and drop it in the box if he wanted. <laughs> I mean, honestly. That would be ranged in melee. Uh, let's see. Yep, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Hmm. Or hot box action. I have the, right, have the right tool here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25. I will go here. As you're moving, Chuck, you noticed uh, the skeleton at D rattling in its coffin too. Okay. And then I will throw a acid flask at C. So let's see here. Let me do my attack. Yeah, no, clicking on stuff. Okay, that is a 20 on the attack roll. 20. Yes. I'm melting. Melting. So acid flask, I gotta consume one of those. It will immediately take two damage, two acid damage. All right. And it has 1d6 persistent damage that it will take at the end of each of its turns. And then... No, and then. Going to... And then... Uh, uh, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Chuck's going to... Get into a more secure location. <laughs> uh, Behind Bob, the if Bob saw that, Bob would yell, thinking he's running away. Stand your ground, you pussy! <laughs> <laughs> the lid of the sarcophagus. Next time that ass off. is not going to be restrained. Eh. It will splash onto Bob. Eh. It the is what lid it is. of the sarcophagus is slid over. And up stands a zombie. 
guy thing. And he, what's his movement? Stride 25 feet. So he stands up, he slides the cover off with one action, he stands up with his next one, and then 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, he moves up right to Lady Silk. And that's his turn. Uh, Bob. Well, I'm assuming, uh, so the way Bob has been working, he has had the torch in his left hand, his flail in his right hand. So I drop the torch, uh, which means I'm going to have to take an action to pull my shield out, correct? Correct. Okay. So I'm going to pull out my shield. Okay. And I'm going to uh, flail. Action left. I'm going to flail just straight down on top of the box where I would imagine the the chest and head would be. Because if I can yep. see the arm coming out at me, yep. I'm going to do that. So we go flail. 28 yep. to hit. Yeah. Um, that's a critical success. Yes. Roll that beautiful damage. 14. 14 bludgeoning. Would you like to describe how this guy dies? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wind up and I just overhand flail straight down into the coffin and everything explodes. Coffin, like, arm. is this a skeleton too? Like arms, legs, mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. skeleton bones and shit flies everywhere. Like, Wood, like a bomb bone, explosion. chain, everywhere. Yep. Acid. <laughs> No, no acid. Yeah, well, the, the acid that's on him goes flailing. <laughs> yep, everything goes <clears throat> goes flying. Flailing. You flail. It's yep. flailing. flailing. Uh, uh. Yes, flailing oh, and flailing. flailing. You flailing. Bob is flailing. Um, all right, so that guy is no longer with us. Uh, can, I, can I just do that? I can. Cool. All right. So he's gone. And then uh, for my third action, I would rush to the aid of the lady. All right. Rush. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 gets me. No, not quite there. All right. Does that complete your turn? Uh, that is be it. Uh, I will yell. I have one. Who has the next? Uh, the, okay, Munch, I need a strength check from you. All right. Oh, if it's just strength, then <clears throat> it's a plus four. I don't know why it doesn't have a roll under the strength, but... Because it doesn't want you to I have can strength. just make it one, two... Three, four. Uh, six. <laughs> okay, question. Do you let go? Yes. Yep, okay. I let go. <laughs> the door slams open and shatters, and your pick kind of falls into the coffin. His first one, he had a 19. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he stands up in front of you, and he is going to swing at you um, with a... Um, oh, cool, that is there. Um, it is a, what is this thing? 
He's gonna swing out at you with his claws. Which hmm. is uh twenty on the die plus Yeah, that'll hit six. Twenty six. Not correct. That hits. Uh, but it is because it moves up one because it was a 20 on the die. So it is a critical I mean, success. Boo. <laughs> uh, boo. That's the way the rules work. Uh, so Maybe I want that potion back. <laughs> um, two plus two is four. Doubled is eight. That's the nice thing about critical success on damage. You add everything up and then you just double it. So your bonus amount. All right. So eight lashing damage to you. That's um, not good, but... Uh, that is A. B is going to open his thing, stand up, and move. So he's got 25 feet of movement. Yes. 15, 20, 25. He moves to there. That is his turn. D is going to open his coffin, stand up, and move. 5, 10, 15, 20... And then we are back to Munch. Did we? Did I miss Lady Lady Frost? I missed Lady Frost. I missed Lady Frost. Holy shit, Ryan! I am sorry. I apologize. No problem. Stop. I would have delayed until the end of the. Okay, it's your turn right now. So um, then let me put you at uh, adjust this so that you're behind everyone. There we go. Oh, cool. That works. Ha, there, you're delayed till the end of the round. So now, awesome. So Lady Sill's eyes like flip up basically, and they glow blue. As I'm gonna put all my actions into a, a heal spell. Ooh. Um, at three actions disperses positive energy in a 30-foot emanation. Targets all living and undead creatures in this burst. So, basically, everything within 30 feet of me is going to either be healed or be harmed by this roll. You can probably remove those circles on the map, huh? So B is the only one outside of 30 feet. Everything else is is inside. Alright. I'll clean, I'll clean up the... Clean it, yeah, clean uh, up our circles. According to the measurement, A is inside, but you can judgment call that. I'll probably um, have to roll this many, how many ever. I will so, I will yeah. say it catches A. It touches his, cir- his square, so I'll say it touches him. Yeah, um, if I measure tool, it says that one's within 30 feet of me. And if you, I mean, you can kind of, if you're leaning forward, you're still catching B. Does that mean we get healing, or does that's just hurting? Yeah, it, them? it it heals the living and harms the undead. And that's everyone in it. Every single that's entity amazing. within thirty. Feet. That's awesome. That spell is fantastic. All three, all three of his actions to do it. Yeah, so totally worth it. I'm gonna start with A, and then do Munch, and then but I have to target each one. I was going to say, do you do them? Oh, you do have to target each one and do them? It, it says, yeah, it because it says uh, this targets all living and undead creatures first. Okay, Let, let's let roll through the bad guys first then. 
So start with okay. A. All right. Okay, hold on a second. So it's not an attack roll. The That's undead very... get the a fortitude save. Fortitude save. What is their fort? Okay, their fort is that. His fort is that. Um, so A's fortitude save is a nat one for a three total. <laughs> that would not save. It's critical fail, honestly. So if there's a, wouldn't it be? Because it's a nat uh, one, so it, it's. I don't see any. There's no critical fail trigger. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, let's see what what's the next one. Uh, the dude himself, the the big dude, the zombie dude. Uh, that is a dirty twenty, save. Okay, so he does seem to save. And then the third one is a dirty twenty save. Okay, so he also saves. It seems. Yep. Was that all four? Uh, B does B. not is not in the affected area. So that was oh. A, the zombie, and D. And C's gone right. already. So the one that gets hit would take one damage. Take one damage? Yep, all I get is that one D8. Oh, jeez. And you rolled a one on it, huh? That's... You rolled a one on it. Ouch. That's pretty Ooh, awesome. That's All okay. Right, and then, I'm more concerned about the healing. And then any willing living creatures get 10. Because it's so 8 plus 2. That's the whole party. Yep. Do you want 10 hit points? <laughs> Take it. I do, I do want 10 hit points, and I still need more, but we're fine. Does, it doesn't... Everything's uh, fine. It doesn't carry... It doesn't give us, like, bonus healing, nope. does it? Like, it doesn't nope. give us extra nope. hit points? Just to your max. Well, so I roll a d8, but I add eight to it. So it's I rolled a two, of course, because that's how I'm rolling right now. <laughs> and then I added eight, so everybody but gets ten. I think what Tom was asking is, does it go? Do you get like temporary hit um, points? Temporary hit points above your hit point threshold? No, so. got it. Yeah, that's no. not how it works. That is a freaking cool ass spell. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it. It basically, if I use one action, I have to be able to touch a character and it only heals one gate. If I use two actions, it has 30 feet and I get the plus eight. And then if I use three actions, it's a burst What's and it undead? targets everything within 30. Fucking cool. That All right, that's awesome. my turn though. So. All right, then we move to Munch. All right. Uh... You are pickless. Let me, let me look at the okay i'm going to uh i'm gonna have to grab my battle axe because now my pick is somewhere else so i will use one action to grab the battle axe i will okay. use one action to rage okay so it turns that on and then i will attack the guy in front of me all right this is slashing damage, correct? This is uh You gotta hit first, but yeah. That's a twenty-one to hit. Uh yeah, yes. that does hit. slashing one D eight plus six, because I'm raging. 
Okay. It's 14 slashing damage. 8 plus 6. 8 on a d8 plus 6. Okay, there's a couple of things that happen here. A, this doesn't do as much damage as you thought it would. Mm. But it still does enough that you get to describe how it dies. <laughs> yes. All right. I want to do a, um, a, a sever the spine and have it slowly topple over. Like, I thought I hit you. Oh, oh, okay. You got the, like, little... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <Xylophone>. <laughs> now it's going to be harder Island. to find my pick, because now it's under all the bones. Exactly. Uh, okay, and I guess I'll just kind of turn to see what else is going on, but that's my turn. Okay, so I'm going to mention this, because it happened, it finally mattered. Um, although it didn't kind of matter here. These The skeletons have a resistance. And the way resistances work in Pathfinder is there's a resistance and then a number. And in this case, it's five. So it has slashing five resistance. So when you do damage with a slashing weapon to it, you take five off of that damage. So it technically took uh, nine damage on your 14, but that was still enough to kill it. So Interesting. That's That's how resistances work. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Weaknesses work the same way. Uh, if something is weak to it, say, in this case, let's do slashing five. It would do an extra five damage to it when you used slashing against it. So That's, that's cool. Nope. Nope. Slightly, di- slightly different than uh, D&D, but very similar in concept. I, I uh, like it because it's very straightforward. Yeah. And you don't have to divide by two and then round up or down. Yeah. There's no rounding. It's just this. All right. I am... <laughs> I am completed of my turn. All right, Chuck. Chuck's gonna toss an alchemist fire at the one in front of the in front of Lady Frost. Okay. The zombie. The big one. The big so. one. Twenty-four to hit. That is a critical success. Ooh, okay. So this is going to do a few. It had, it had a plus right. two circumstance bonus from being on the other side of Lady Frost, but that only brought its AC to 14. So, critical mm. success. Okay, right. so normally does. Normally we do 1d8 plus 1, so we'll do 2d. You roll it and double it, or you roll to. Roll, roll everything, add your bonuses there, to it, and then double that s- number. Like a little star? on the screen somewhere yeah. that might be the crit hit so when you okay. click on your weapon where you see the damage there's like that little mm-hmm. starburst directly above it, it to the right yep. so I will roll but that four. D8. so the d8 damage would be 14 normally it gets plus it does let me see here. So 14 it does one one for the burn it one for the splash one of those is doubled. The burn it. it already gets the burn it. Okay, burn it and splash. So that's so much math. Yeah. And those those two then would Frenchy. be doubled to two. Oh, I can't be it. I can't be an alchemist or whatever the shit that is. That is way too much effort. <laughs> burn it. Burn it gets doubled to two. Splash. Yeah, that's how I feel, dog. You do not multiply splash damage on a critical hit. No, splash does not. So four and 16. 17. 17 damage. Today I learned dogs don't like math either. If that matters against a zombie. Uh, and it what, will what? have 
What kind of damage? Fire. Fire? Okay. And it will have two persistent damage that it will take on the end of its turn. All right. Uh, and then Chuck is going to... Fire damage. We'll make that red. Oh. I'll stop moving. There we go. Chuck's going to 5, 10, 15... He's going to work his way back behind this wall here and use the take cover action. I think is what it is. It's called take cover. Yes. I believe yep. so. Plus four circumstance bonus to AC. Yeah. Nice. All right. That was Chuck. So now we have uh, Zombie. Mr. Zombie guy is going to Swing at the lady standing in front of him. Um, he's going to melee strike with his fist. He pulls back his big meaty fist. Um, that is a 19 to hit. Hits. Uh, You've just been fisted. Let's see. Six bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Is going to swing again. So six plus seven is thirteen minus five is eight. Does not hit. And then um <clears throat> he's a little frustrated by that, he's going to step to Bob. <laughs> As his third action. Uh that moves us to Takes two damage. Oh, it takes two damage, yep. Two fire damage from the persistent alchemist fire and then rolls a DC 15 flat check to try to end it. Okay. Uh, his flat check is a nat one. <laughs> fire damage per persists. All right. It does not look very good. It doesn't smell very good right now either. Flaming mm -hmm. rotten meat. <laughs> Bob, it is your turn. I that would might be do, the level which Munch no longer wants food. I, I would <laughs> do a constitution save uh, for meaty on fire rotten. <laughs> you, want, you want to do a fortitude save to see if you throw up? <laughs> yep. Voluntary, voluntary throw up. Um, question for you. Yeah. Um, if you do this, will you take on the second condition? No, it's just one of those. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. For flavor. Yeah. <laughs> if you fail this, you're going to burn one of your actions. Yeah? Seems fair. Oh. You are in melee range of them. I guess. You'll burn one of your actions vomiting. <laughs> yep. If you fail this. Sure. So what happened? Uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> you heave instantly just and, and a pile right next to him on the ground. Now that's going to start on fire. On his, on his shoes. On his shoes. In the face. terrain, I'm sure. Yeah. If his... that was a polished floor, that's difficult terrain, though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, on his turn, he may need to make a deck save to stay on his feet. Uh, going off the rails. I am going to use my shield spikes. In fact, actually, hang, hold one. He's going to make a deck save. <laughs> Try and stay on his feet, because that is a polished floor. Uh, um, I don't think he made it. Or uh, I should say a reflex save. Yeah, he uh, he fell prone. He's prone in front of you now. <laughs> Success! 
Not a total wasted action. I love it. All right, so he's prone. For, that's for playing along and giving me your action, basically. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, that changes up what I was going to do. I'm going to flail. Flail one. Uh, 22 to hit. Uh, 22 to hit. Um, yeah, that's a critical critical success, sir. His AC is 12. He's at minus two hey. for flat-footed. Yeah. yeah, prone, so he's flat-footed. So that is definitely a critical success. Yep, so that's 12 bludgeoning. 12 bludgeoning. Um, you want to describe how he dies? <laughs> Hell yeah. So as he slips on the, the puke, he lands on his back and Bob, I take my flail and I say <laughs> He literally stops in mid-swing and starts thinking. I, I yell, yeah. I win! And I take my flail overhand straight into his skull and boom, head explodes. Uh, there is, mixed in with the vomit now, bone fragments and rotten meat that goes sliding across the floor in various directions. <laughs> it's all on Like fire. a bunch of it hits up against <laughs> that step and it's just kind of like... <laughs> and I have one more action. One more action. Yes, you do. Yes, I'm you going do. to head south to the one below me. Perfect. Am I still I in range? If I'm, if I'm diagonal, am I still in range? Or do I have to be yes. in an adjacent yeah. square? Yeah. Yeah. If you're if okay. you're diagonal, you're still in ring. Right. Should have used your action <clears throat> to apologize to Lady Frost for having to both witness and wear that. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Probably has a little bit of throw up on her shoes, which is she's not happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Will you move there? I'm okay uh, with right. that. So uh, this dude is going to move up to Munch, and he is going to swing at Munch. Let me get their stats together real quick. Uh, okay. So Munch. Uh, does a 11 hit you? It does not. All right. And he's going to swing again. That's even less. Because <laughs> that is a 5. <laughs> well, that would be a critical... It would be a critical fail. Um, if he's just using claws, I'm not sure how much he can critically fail. Um, he, um, yeah, he, uh, his, his one hand kind of flips off and goes sailing into the corner. <laughs> the skeleton. <laughs> so if he attacks a second time, it's going to be bludgeoning. like severely, yeah, it's going to be bludgeoning damage instead of slashing damage. <laughs> All right. And then D is going to attack. So uh, does that Yuba. decrease his reach by a foot? <laughs> no, by um, hand. By hand, yes. <laughs> Does an eleven hit you, Bob? Probably not. The negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, second attack. Uh, sixteen plus six is twenty-two. Minus five is seventeen. Hit you? Nope. No. Hmm. 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 He doesn't know much else, and he's not very intelligent, so he's going to swing a third time. Um, that is a nat 20. So, 
20 plus 6 minus so 26 minus 10 is 16 to hit negative but because it was a crit but because it was a 20 it moves up a level so it is a hit so it's just a normal hit what do you mean it moves up a level (laughs) So, because I rolled a 20 on the die, oh, there are four uh, levels. Up a level, critical so... fail, fail, success, critical success. I gotcha. So because it calculated as a fail, and then it was a 20, it gets to move up to a success. I gotcha. So um, that uh, damage for you is going to be uh, three slashing damage. And then we move to uh, Lady Frost. Oh, this guy's gone. Alright, um... I know we're close to time. I'm trying to finish this fight. Lady Frost basically (laughs) is looking around like, oh, those boys got this. And she's headed to the sarcophagus to, uh, to inspect what's in there. Would you like to use an action to ping your magic thing? Yeah, um, sure. Clearly coming from the wall where that torch is. Interesting. Like, uh, like. Then, then she'll head in the other direction. It's, you'd recognize it's the torch that's pinging as magical. Um, uh, Munch. Uh, let's let's kill this guy. Sounds good. Or attempt to. Shouldn't be hard. Uh, eight. Eight to hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a natural one. A natural uh, one oh. for eight. So, uh, not only is it a miss, it's a critical miss. So there goes the, uh, goes the battle axe flying out of my hands probably too. Yeah. Uh, other, other corner. <laughs> all right. Uh, actually roll a D6. Throwing all over the place. <laughs> oh my God. This place is going to be full of uh, four. Fluids. Four. Okay. So your pickaxe is there. Your battle axe is there. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, I got a new toy, remember? I'm going to grab that new short sword with my second action. <laughs> there you go. And I will uh, then take the a little bit of a penalty to attack with that. Uh, yeah. And that's just an 11 to hit. 11 to hit. That was, does not hit. Is it bad that All I was right. hoping for a net one? <laughs> no, no. The right story is not... The one thing like that's George probably Allen turning his stomach is the smell of burning goblin and or burning zombie and puke. It's like, why? Why? Uh, that's all I can do. Yep. Uh, Chuck's turn. Wasn't much. Chuck's turn? Yep. And Chuck will. Uh, we can move back out now. 5, 10, 15, 20. Don't need to hide anymore. And move there. And okay. then he will, he will use his sling and just. Or he'll use an action to take out his sling, and then he will fire his sling. Okay. 18 to hit. Uh, the... You're going after Skeleton. Uh, the one near Bob, yeah. The one near Bob? Okay. Uh, 18, yes. 18 does hit. Four bludgeoning damage. Uh, how does he die? Sling... The, the little rock knocks his head right off. The, uh... <laughs> the skull goes one way, the rock goes the other way. He looks at um, Bob and says, that's one for me. 
<laughs> I'm still at two, you fucker. Both the ones you uh, killed had damage for me on them first. I finished them off. Uh, Munch, does a 10 hit you? No. Uh, how about a... Five. Uh, <laughs> nope, that would be a crit miss, so... Um, he lost another arm bone. Yeah, <laughs> he's all bludgeoning damage. I now. feel like I feel like the upper half of this screen, or the upper third of this screen, is is Harry and Lloyd fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna reposition himself today. Right. Um, then Lady Frost. <laughs> uh, pulling the torch off the wall. Awesome, uh, Munch. <laughs> um, did we miss Bob or did I not Chuck oh yeah we did miss Bob we did miss Bob oh. I don't have a like thing to okay like send each character know where I am sitting in the thing so I'm sorry Bob if you want to <laughs> do something I'm gonna I think, move get, I think you can get diagonal from him double strike oh, yeah. gets me there I think Perfect. Swing away. Yep. Now he's flat-footed. He is flat-footed. Which is a minus two to he's his been, AC. It's been flanked. 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. That definitely hits. For seven bludgeoning. How does this one die? From, from behind him, I accordion him. I flail overhead, and it hits him yep. on the top, and literally everything just pancakes down on top of his feet. So he's just literally a pile of bones. Nice. We are out of initiative. I would like to collect my junk. <laughs> you pick up all your stuff. <laughs> um, you guys have gained 100 experience. For nice. Been nice. Uh, to save... Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting thing about this torch in your hand, Lady Sill, it emits no heat. Mm, just light. It's just light. It looks like fire. Huh? Um, well, um, I am going to... For now, I'm going to um, kind of stick it in like yeah, some are. of the webbing on my backpack. Okay. And it's just going to emit light then. Yep. It doesn't light anything on fire. It just emits light. Actually, if you make a knowledge arcana check, you might know what this is. Mm. Wrong tool. Alright, and then uh, I'm assuming Rick needs to pop off. Yeah. I got a few minutes to finish up the room here if we got to okay. yep. search around the room and see what's in here. Um, my first I want to examine the sarcophagus. Is 23? Yeah, you've seen one of these before. This is a never-burning torch. It can't be extinguished. It emits no heat, and it looks like fire, but it's magic. So if we actually want to hide the light, we have to stick it upside down in somebody's yeah. backpack? Yep, exactly. <laughs> or my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, extinguish <Yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> His cheeks glow red. <laughs> Wait. That's definitely what she was into. Um, looking around the room, you guys can make investigation checks. 
Eleven. Have investigation? Or no nah, uh, perception. Perception. Oh. Sorry. Ooh, twenty-two. Nineteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Ooh, that's Excellent. a good checks. Uh, looking around in one of the coffins, you guys find a shield that one of the scared skeletons was buried with. Uh, it's polished and carved to look like a roaring lion. Um, it can be used as a metal shield. Or due to its fine artistry, you could probably sell it for about five gold. I would definitely inspect that for any type of magical properties or any type of way to put my shield spikes on it and all that fun stuff. You think um, you'd have to take it to like a um, uh, uh, smith? Yeah, to get your shield spikes put on it. But you definitely could put your shield spikes on it. In fact, looking at it, you could. You're looking at it and you're going, yeah, I could put some like right where the fangs are on the lion's head and. Um, like I can actually do this. It's kind of cool. Um, do, 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 do. I'll send this to you guys in the chat. Uh, Bless you. Picture of <laughs> whoever sneezed. Um, so I have training and crafting, and I have a repair kit. So if we had enough downtime and rolled well, there's a possibility that we could do that. But I don't think we're going to do that down here. Um, I'm pretty yeah. pretty sure that uh, um, Chuck is also proficient in crafting and probably can use some of his alchemical tools to get that to fix very well. So, but when we have downtime. So, that's this room. We can I'm assuming nobody else that. wants that shield. You can have Bob. I mean, I can carry a shield, but I'm not going to use it. I would just sling it across my I'm back. Gonna, I'm going to cast another healing on a group, so I assume everybody will want a little bit of this. I mean, I, I only need two points, so I'm not sure if how I, I took a shot it? in the mouth. So. Okay. Um, so everybody that wants it gets... You, we, can, we can take 10 minutes and use treat wounds if you're trained in yeah. medical. Instead of I have no idea how that what that is. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> well, Next save, your, save your spell slot. We'll we'll uh, look up the treat wounds rules and we'll start next session with teaching people how to treat wounds. Wounds. Perfect. All right. I can't talk this morning. Treat wounds. All right. Sounds good. Tom Norman, you want to take us out of here? I would be honored. We are Two Nerds on Quest. We are here every Sunday, well, most Sunday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. <sighs> this is a fun episode. You can Definitely find us on twitch.tv forward slash... Oh, what's that? <laughs> I don't know who put the note on the map, but that's awesome. <laughs> I think Rick's been doing that. You can find us at twitch.tv forward slash Tom M. Norm, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. We are on Twitter, Two Nerds, One Quest, patreon.com forward slash Two Nerds, One Quest if you want to support us. The other way to support us is by letting other people know about the show. Share it with your friends and your family and the internet and anybody who will listen to you walking down the street. Uh, grab them by the 
by the lapels and say, you should listen to this. This is amazing. And then just keep walking. And uh, yeah, but don't actually assault them because that would be bad. I'm not promoting assault. Uh, so yeah, maybe don't do that. Just tell people. Uh, follow us everywhere. We love having people in the chat when we're actually live. This is not live because my shit's broken. I don't know what the hell's on. But join us live, please. Uh, we love to see new faces. We love to see new chats. And uh, we love the interactions. So with that being said, for me, for Rick, for Cooch, for Genius, and for John, JC, we'll catch you all next week. Peace. Boom town, get them. <laughs>